0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcaster Showcase, a monthly live broadcast brought to you by the International Podcast Day team. I am Dave Lee, co-founder of International Podcast Day. I want to thank you, everybody, for joining us today. So each month we showcase podcasters and voices from around the world. And of course, this broadcast is no different. So before we get started, a quick reminder to head over to internationalpodcastday.com slash podcaster dash showcase you can find and check out some of the previous showcase videos that we've had over the last five or six months so let's go ahead and dive into it this month we are welcoming alex and vlada they are co-host of the Soundrise podcast a podcast in which they explore both mainstream and obscure bands and musicians giving background commentary and reviews on portions of their discography and one really cool thing is that they just celebrated one year of podcasting, which is very, very exciting. So congratulations, guys. So, Vlad and Alex, welcome to Podcaster Showcase. How are you both doing today?
1: Oh, thank you so much for having us. Uh, we're really happy to be here and we're doing great. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dave, for
2: inviting us. And hello to all the, all the viewers around the world.
0: Yeah, it's really exciting. We, we connected over on, on Twitter or maybe Instagram. I can't remember. We, I kind of get them all mixed up. We quickly switched over to email and was able to work this out. So I'm really excited. You guys are uh, originally based in Serbia, but now one of you is in Serbia and one of you are in Poland. And as we were talking pre-show, that even though you guys are separated, you have this podcast, which allows you to really stay connected and enjoy your passion and love and enthusiasm for music. And that's one of the great things I love about podcasting.
2: Yes, it absolutely you know connects people uh, all over the world, especially friends. And obviously, since since Vlada has moved to to Poland in the meantime, uh, this really helps us you know maintain that relationship. So, yeah, a great way to maintain your friendship.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, uh, this just goes to show also how cool this whole format is that we get to. Um, talk to people all around the world, get to share our um, thoughts about music and also life sometimes. And we also get to keep our friendship going in a way, keep our friendship active, which I think might be the most valuable thing in, in this whole venture.
0: That is true. Well, guys, I'm gonna step out of the way. Really, really looking forward to what you guys are gonna share, and I'll be sharing links for all of our viewers. So make sure you guys go visit them on social media. Make sure you go uh, check out and subscribe their podcast. So, uh, anyways, guys, enjoy. I'm I'm looking forward to the conversation. Thank Thanks you. So much, Dave. All, all right, right.
2: So so, um obviously dave um put some uh, you know topics and teasers so to say in his uh, social media uh, posts so first uh can you explain to all the viewers our format and i will also touch on that as well because you're actually the author of it
1: yeah yeah uh, you know alex and i we've been thinking we've been thinking a lot about starting our own podcast starting something related to music But uh, we weren't quite sure what to do. You know, there's so much stuff out there. There's so many reviewers. Uh, There's so many shows where people discuss different things, different bands. There are even podcasts solely dedicated to one act. But I was thinking the cool thing would be uh, to choose a different artist every week and take a portion of their discography in particular three records and then talk about these three records and that would give us a a nice little sample about what this act is all about right because I feel often people tend to be prejudiced uh, towards certain acts because they only know them from a certain period or by certain songs so this way we get to experience artists uh, to the fullest in a sense right not always not always possible some yeah. Some acts out there have a huge output of 30, 40 records, but at least it gives us a good sample of something to talk about.
2: Yeah, and uh, guys, it's not always about picking our favorite bands, you know, we always challenge ourselves. We, we want to discover unknown bands or bands that we don't really know a lot about, especially me, because Vlada has been listening to music way longer than me. So it's it, this 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 show is kind of educational for me as well. Um, so we we tend to pick, you know, from different eras, uh, you know, 50s, 60s, 90s, and uh, that way we also want to attract uh, different kinds of audience. And Vlada, would you like to touch on that? Uh, you know, we kind of know um, you know what kind of people listen to us, but I think the net that this network is actually much wider, don't you think?
1: Yeah, and and you know that's the thing. I wanted us to create a podcast that could find its audience in all walks of life, so to say, among different generations, um, in different countries and so on and And that's why we're trying to make sure that the artists that we talk about are very diverse. Right, That we're not focused only on a very, very specific genre or a very specific type of music. And, you know, yeah. in essence, I think what, what the two of us are trying to do as well is to learn more about music as we work on this show. Because as much music as we might like and listen to in our privacy, there's so much out there and uh, the world of music is so wondrous that you can never get tired of it but sometimes you need to be able to challenge yourself so alex what do you think <laughs> was this podcast a nice way for us to challenge ourselves as well
2: yeah you know we have released i think 40 episodes so
1: far and you know
2: that that number includes a variety of genres you know pop rock solo funk jazz and so on and and, uh, there have been some bands that were completely unknown to me and that are like um typical for you vlad you know you're really (laughs) into like prog rock jazz and that stuff and it was actually the first time for me to listen to entire records let's say an entire prog record and that's where you came, and you know, you talked about how you love Prague, how you have a history with that. And on the other hand, I was, you know, completely new to that. I had, as you like to say, a, um, a fresh pair of ears. And it's been, as I said, it's really education, basically, in the in the in the pop world, so to say. Uh, but speaking of music. Um, obviously the pandemic is still going on unfortunately we can't really go to concerts festivals gigs and so on but there is actually a way to still you know explore music and uh, you know listen to a lot of stuff so Vladim, um is music one of your you know let's say biggest stress reliefs during this pandemic
1: uh, i would say in general as well not just during the pandemic i think it's You know, at some point you even wonder, because music has been with me all my life, you know, I wonder if it's just an addiction or a stress reliever, right? Because you really need music in order to function sometimes. Yeah. And to me, it's always, you know, when I put something on, when I put a record on, it's, it's always like setting out on a journey. And that's what I wanted to share with our audience, that excitement of discovering new uh, bands, new artists, uh, maybe new genres, even you know, mm. uh, letting Absolutely. your letting your mind wander, letting yourself uh, be challenged in that sense, and and this is the most exciting thing for me, and I'm so grateful that it's two of us and that we have somewhat different perspectives, even though we we have a lot of stuff in common. We like some bands. Uh, we are both fans of certain bands, but. I think it's really cool when you say, "Oh, let's let's check out Florence and the Machine," which we just did, you know, our last episode is dedicated to yep. Florence and, and the Machine. And I wasn't much of a fan, but this really gave me an opportunity to dig deeper into their catalog, to think it through, to see where they're coming from. And I think once you take that approach towards music, you start Hearing things that you wouldn't necessarily hear in passing, wouldn't you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. I think we tend to um, we tend to you know view records and bands from different perspectives. Okay, you can listen to a song and say, okay, this is not really my kind of this is not really my taste, not my cup of tea. But you can also hear something that's good, and let's say a bass line or Backing vocals or something. So we always challenge ourselves and we try to, uh, you know, rate these records, which is not really easy. Uh, We have these ratings from from one to 10, and we always say that all of our ratings are tentative, right, Lara?
1: I think, you know, with ratings, I think we kind of introduce that element because we want our audience to have some kind of scale by which they can measure how much we liked certain records. But truth to be told, I think ratings are awful when it comes to talking about music because they never really truly give you the the full picture of how good something is or why it's good. Because, uh, you know, that's another thing about music. You may think that something is inferior to something else, but there's a moment in time When you're in the mood for that music, when you need that particular emotion, that sentiment that you can only get from that certain artist or from that certain genre. And I think that's why ratings don't always always do the justice. But the upside is, and I think you you will confirm this, that uh, our approach of listening to three records and then talking about them at great length really allows us to go into details you know to talk about mm. individual songs to talk about performers themselves what makes them special and that's what we want our audience also to hear i want our audience to to hear about somebody that they haven't checked out yet and then mm. give them a listen if they do that and if they discover a new favorite artist then i will consider our podcast to be absolutely successful Spot on, spot on. Um, up next, do we
2: have uh, something else also to discuss about uh, the show or maybe uh, something outside the show? Vlada, anything that springs to your mind?
1: Well, you know, I wanted to uh, talk to you more about certain things because we don't really get this chance to discuss our experience, it's been a year since we started. And I I wanted Uh to ask you about some of the stuff. You know, I mentioned how we challenge each other. And I remember in one of the early episodes, because I was particularly enthusiastic about all this, and I wanted to talk about certain artists that may be very much unknown to most people. So I asked you to listen to ECM jazz. And ECM is a famous jazz label (laughs) based in Germany, known for a very eclectic approach to music, known for combining musicians from all over the world and giving them absolute creative freedom. And uh, how how did you feel when you had to listen to something that was so removed from what you ordinarily listen to? It was so different.
2: Well, uh, I have to say that, let's say, the first couple of songs or instrumental tracks, whatever, whatever you want to call it, Um, you know, I was kind of prejudiced and that's what happens when you just start off, you know, just approach it totally like, but you're, you're in, you're in an, let's say a foreign country and you know, no, you know, you don't know anybody there. You don't know where to go. You don't know, you don't have any friends there. So that was the mindset in the beginning. But then when I, when I give the album a second listen. Then it it becomes different, you know. It, it then I can see some positives. Then I then I can also compare to the other records. Uh, I can't say that I'm a fan of of these ECM records, but uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, you, you're a super fan. <laughs> um, but it was definitely something that made me think. And even if you don't like the band. You can just, you know, have a little. Let's say food for thought. You can you can think about it. You can also try to guess what kind of audience is into this music. What kind of people are into this music, and so on. But uh, speaking of ECM, that's a very interesting reference. Um, we also covered some Norwegian artists, right? And yes, most of the time we talk about American and, and British uh, bands for obvious reasons. But we also have this. Cosmopolitan aspects. So, Vlada, uh, you know, we consider ourselves to be uh, global citizens in a way, uh, and music definitely plays a part in that mindset. So, how does that affect your cosmopolitanism?
1: Yeah, that, that's a good topic, I think, because um, one thing that we're trying to do, and maybe so far we haven't fully realized that, you know, we want to uh, check out music from other countries not just the english speaking world which kind of dominates the music scene whether we speak about mainstream music or uh, you know something that's more obscure it's usually always from an english speaking country but there's so many great acts from other places and uh, le- let's say norway for example scandinavia but also we talked in one of the episodes which i would love you all to check out we talked about old yugoslav Rock bands, you know, bands from our neck of the woods. Cracking episode, uh, yeah, and, and and you know, th- you always wonder: is there something you're missing out just because of the way you were brought up in a certain, you know, in a certain box, so to say, right? Yeah, and uh, if if we can challenge you, if we can, uh, pique your curiosity about artists that are different from what you're ordinarily accustomed to, if if we can. Get you to hear some music in a foreign language. That's, I think, also another th- great success. And uh, I think as we grow, as this podcast grows, I hope that we will be able to cover artists from other places, you know, from maybe from other continents, not just like Europe and, and America, but maybe African yeah. music. I was actually thinking about that too, like introducing some African acts. Uh, so uh, pay attention to that. Uh, so Alexander, what, what do can... you think about all that?
2: Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned both the Balkans and Africa, because those two terms kind of lead me to Chris Ekman and the walkabouts. So what, what's interesting about um, that episode, uh, mm-hmm. I think we recorded it last year in fall, probably um so they are seattle-based band they were founded there but they actually have a huge fan base in europe in germany in the balkans in norway uh chris ekman one of the greece yeah there you go so chris ekman one of the founding members of that band and also uh, one of our um uh, one of our guests because we've also had some musician interviews. That's another interesting feature. Uh, he's based in Slovenia, and he talked about this uh, global approach, you know, listening to all kinds of music from Africa, from, uh, I think, Asia, and also being influenced by these mainstream rock artists. And um, I have to say, I would really like to know from our listeners and all the people from, from around the world that are watching this stream right now, does you know if you have a song in a different language? Does that prevent you from enjoying that song? Because honestly, as much as I'm a music enthusiast, enthusiast, it does affect me in a bit, Vlada. Don't you think?
1: I think it really depends on the genre. Of course, if it's some kind of instrumental music, then it's universal. You can relate yes. to it. Uh, but with rock music, um, it's a good question because I. I remember uh, listening to a great Danish band called Gasoline, which I hope we will cover as well. And Gasoline, when I first started listening to them, I I didn't really know any Danish at all, but I still really enjoyed the music. Uh, But when I started learning Norwegian, because I lived in Norway for a while, I started understanding the lyrics. I was able to read them to... To understand the songs and my appreciation went up so it really depends if it's some kind of singer songwriter uh, music then of course the words are very often essential but uh, for a lot of rock music i think uh, the music itself speaks louder than words even with with perfect bands you know like pink floyd where both words and music are sublime just music alone could take you to that heavenly place, right? And, yeah. and so it's it's really relative, but it's always good to explore. And you know, I was talking about this kind of getting ahead of us uh, because we so far we haven't really done so much globally diverse stuff. I would say we yeah. were mostly focused on American and British acts, and mostly because right now we're still young, we are in the process of growing. Our uh, audience, and we want to focus on the musicians that we both appreciate, but also yeah. can attract audience at the at the moment, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so we cover both mainstream artists and sometimes somewhat more obscure artists, depending on our inspiration. But Alexander, I don't think we told our audience. About our system of choosing the artists for the episodes, can can you shed some light on that?
2: Yeah, so it's it's a I think it's a process that cannot be easily explained. So uh, on one hand, we have our wish lists. I have a lot of bands there. I'm sure Vlada has uh, his long list as well. And there's so many factors there, you know. Um, obviously the period. For example, if if we did last week, if we did um, a 70s band, I'm not sure if I would repeat that period. Maybe I would choose someone from the 80s or from the 2000s. So that's one of the factors. Also, is this a band that is super popular? Because we don't want to do super popular bands, because I I, I feel like, as you, as you've already mentioned earlier uh, during this stream, there's a lot of music reviewers out there on YouTube, podcasters, and so on. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have already talked about, let's say, Metallica or uh, Guns N' Roses or I don't know, Rihanna and and so on. So we we try to find that middle ground, you know, between being. Mm you know, mainstream, you know, being a pop artist, but not having this super huge mega uh, following. So that is also one of my reasons. And sometimes I'm just curious, uh, like for example, Florence and the Machine, I, w- I was really curious to, to discover them or Weezer. And I think the most beautiful part about this show is that uh, when you discover this band, for example Weezer in my case, and you just absolutely fall in love with them. I'm still listening to to their records. You know, I think we released that episode a couple of months ago. And as Vlada said, if you guys happen to have this experience when you hear the band for the first time on our show, and then just carry on listening to their discography, I think that's that's the most wonderful feeling. And um that's that's also been the thing during this pandemic, obviously because of the podcast, but also. Now I have this mindset where I where I want to constantly discover new music, and I don't even think that I'm nowhere near, you know, completing my my music collection, but.
1: Yes, and of course, I mean it's it's a lifelong process, you know, mm-hmm. discovering new music, and you know sometimes you see people kind of settle in their ways, and we are all guilty of that from time to time. And this kind of podcast is a perfect opportunity to shake things up a bit. And we've had, as you can see here in the pictures, we've had the bands like the Melvins, you know, a band that's well-known, but it's not necessarily mainstream, right? But has a huge following around the world, but still some somebody may not know about them. And hopefully they will listen to our show and they will get curious enough to check out their music. Then you see we have... Uh, Michael Kiwanuka, yeah, yeah, uh, who's uh, quite big right now, right? But yeah, uh, you know, we want to show how music is not something that will ever die down because there's a lot of people online, especially those who like older stuff. Like I'm one of those people who who is really into '60s, '70s stuff. Primarily, that's what I grew up with. Uh, and a lot of people who are into this stuff sometimes wrongfully assume that there's no great musicians out there anymore because they're just exposed to mainstream stuff to to pop music which by the way has its own role right yeah. um, and then we want to break those prejudices so one episode you will have somebody from the 60s or 70s the next episode you will have Michael Kivanuka you know a modern artist with with great Mu- great skills, great in- instrumental skills, great voice. In many ways, inspired by those artists of the the golden yeah. days, you know, the golden era. And and this is this is definitely w- what we want to show that music yeah. is is no matter how how threatened it might be because of the way the business. Is run because of the streaming services or whatnot. Music always find its way to the listener, and now more than ever, I think we are in a situation where everything is at the tip of our fingers. You know, everything is so easily available, and yeah. uh, I think that's also great. Uh, a, a reason why we have a show like this, because we can. You know, another thing that you you didn't mention uh, is that very often. Our episodes, the bands are, or the artists that we cover are chosen by our audience, by our patrons. Oh, so our man. and uh, that's what some we some like.
2: Fantastic bands!
1: It's great because sometimes they really throw us a curveball. You know, Okay, Lord Huron, for example, an yeah. artist that we covered, uh, an indie singer songwriter. Yeah, one of Spirit. our patrons. Yeah, yeah, Spirit, band that I was very familiar with, but one of our yeah. patrons also loved this band. Yeah. And uh, uh, we love those curveballs. Yeah. I don't know if we always hit them. Maybe sometimes we miss the whole point, you know, but the whole process is enjoyable. And, and that's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, just sorry, Alex. I just wanted to say uh, sometimes we have very different opinions on these bands and sometimes i say very often in in our show during our show that some of your opinions are a travesty because i just can't (laughs) fathom. (laughs) yes i can't fathom why anyone uh would have that opinion but that's the joy of it as well you know these different sensibilities different opinions
2: yeah and for example you have these music magazines and music reviewers for example, I just remember that we've had some records that were like totally um, trashed by some reviewers, like two stars out of five. And on the other hand, we gave the, we gave these records, you know, favorable ratings, like a seven or eight out of ten or something like that. And obviously, there's no really objectivity um, in, in music, and I think that's a Kind of a controversial topic do you think that there's objectivity in music
1: well no not entirely i mean it, there is some kind of objectivity to a certain level like you can tell if somebody's really like out of tune right if somebody yeah. <laughs> just simply doesn't perform well but yeah. you know there are some artists out there who are very idiosyncratic, who sound really weird to a lot of people, and then some other people love them. You know, even some of the greats like Bob Dylan, a lot of people cannot stand his voice. I, for one, love his voice. I've loved it since I first heard it. I think it's unique. I think it's special thing. It adds a lot of personality to those already fantastic songs. And I completely disagree when people say that Bob Dylan's songs Sound better when they're covered by other people. <laughs> that's that you know that's kind of farfetched, I would say. Yeah, but a lot of people have that view. Yeah, you'd be surprised, yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but then again, remember when we did an episode about Robert Johnson, maybe the most important blues musician of all time, right? The guy who yeah. defined blues music. Without whom, you wouldn't even have rock music nowadays. And uh, that that was a very special Halloween episode because there's a certain element of supernatural to the whole Robert Johnson story, and uh, we even wrote a short story uh, that I performed at the beginning yeah. of that episode. Uh, but then when we got into a discussion about Robert Johnson, you were surprisingly, to me at least, lukewarm Gosh. towards his music. <laughs>
2: that's that's i um honestly after that episode i have looked back to my ratings you know i try to kind of uh, look at them from a different different perspective try to take your criticism um and you obviously have to and this is also a beautiful part of the show you have to look at the historical context uh, you know robert johnson is i mean this is not my opinion but it's it's probably the most important figure in our you know in today's pop music, right? He it's it's where it all started, and that was the that was the case with I think uh, Muddy Waters as well, and many other bands that we have covered. So um, sometimes you can you can say oh, I I don't like this; it doesn't sound like you know the bands that I listen to nowadays. But you have to look at the context and just um, see that. You know, that's where it that's where it started, and probably your favorite musicians used to listen to these guys. Like I'm sure that some of my favorite musicians uh, used to listen to Marty Waters, they appreciate him, they appreciate his work and his legacy, right? Mm.
1: Yeah, and that, that's the thing, you know, it's always good to dig deep into the past. Uh, yeah, which is an, an extremely important aspect of our show. Uh as we said, we like to present artists from different eras. And the best thing about it is, and this is my opinion, that music over the years has been more and more commodified, you know, packaged in a certain way that's uh, very attractive to an average consumer. Even great music, right? It's all about yeah. marketing in many ways, packaging. When you go back to those old blues guys, it's all very devoid of all that, you know, it's all not to say that music wasn't a commodity back in those days, but it's very raw. It's very real, genuine, and the emotions that you feel while listening to that can really uh, be resonant, you know, with with you uh, in a way that a lot of more polished music fails to accomplish. Um, Absolutely, and uh, you know, one of the saddest things for me is when I see how much of this brilliant music is often overlooked because it's buried, not just under the weight of years and centuries, centuries, decades. Now I started <laughs> sounding all dramatic, but yeah, yeah, buried under decades. But also, there's so much going on that people sometimes just don't pay attention to these things anymore and that's what yeah. we also want to achieve we want to bring bring forth some of these artists for example yeah. next episode that we're going to do is going to be about the great bluesman Jimmy Dawkins great Chicago bluesman and you know while looking into him online I was surprised with the scarcity of information on this guy who was definitely in his time you know in the 60s 70s uh, one of the best blues musicians in the world and that that made me a bit sad because it seems like the world is moving in such a great pace and there's such an overload of information that sometimes you can't find a lot of information about such wonderful and great people like Jimmy Dawkins, and if we can contribute to people hearing that name and checking out his records, then this podcast makes perfect sense, right?
2: Yeah yeah,
1: and whenever we
2: talk about bands and whenever we are entering you know the finishing stages of the episode, we, we tend to say, if you're into, let's say, power ballads. You should check out this this artist. If you're into metal, if you want to know more about grunge, you should, you know, discover their discography. And we we tend to match, you know, we we like to make perfect matches. If you're our listener, just looking out for some new music, and we we want to find what you're looking for, and that's that's how I think we manage to retain some of our listeners and you know keep them engaged. Um, but I, I actually want to now uh, go back to the format and, and, and all this stuff. Um, we can also discuss uh, bonus content, you know, interviews, minisodes. For example, I'm currently wearing a T-shirt uh, with a band that we have done a bonus episode on. So, Plana can you kind of describe this concept of having an additional bonus mini or and also musician interviews, because that was a fantastic experience for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, So basically, you know, uh, sometimes we have this strict format, but sometimes we want to step outside a bit. Uh, Like Alexander wanted to talk about Newstead the yeah. band that was uh, founded by Jason Eustace from Metallica. That was one of his favorite bands growing up and all that. One of my um, role models when I was in high yeah.
2: school. Uh, yeah, we, uh,
1: we are very different generations. I am uh, how 13 years older than you, right? Yeah. So for me, that's weird <laughs> that that's like a, a band that you discovered in high school, you know, step. But uh, and we wanted to talk about Newstead, but they don't really have a big disc- discography, so we decided to do a mini-sode and just yeah, just put it out there, you know, uh, because it means a lot to Alexander, and that's also yeah. one thing we're doing also,
2: this yeah, as a Metallica fan. And uh, we have our little personal, let's say, um, discussions and feuds, uh, where we talk about you know, different stages of Metallica, you have the uh. Um, the early tra- trash metal, thrash metal, that is phase. You have this '90s phase, and obviously Saint Anger, which is, I think, one of the things that we never agree on, uh, because I'm a big fan of Saint Anger, and Vlada kind of appreciates it, but uh, he, he's more of an old school fan, and uh, that's the thing. You you, ha- you you can blend two worlds into one mini. So I think it was like 25 minutes long. Nothing special, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, and then interviews. Interviews is something that we still oh, need interviews. to work on, because we've had yeah. two so far, and we want to have more as we go along. Unfortunately, recently we haven't done any, due to a very tight schedule that we're on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we want to reach out to musicians. We want to talk to them. We want to hear stuff straight from the horse's mouth, sort of say. And we we were very honored to have uh, Chris Ackman. Uh, on our show, and we had an amazing interview with Chris that I encourage you to check out if you haven't heard about Chris Ackman. Alexander talked about Chris uh, earlier um, uh, during this uh, past podcast. But if you if you're not familiar, Chris Ackman is a wonderful singer songwriter from Seattle, Washington, the founder of the Walkabouts, a great great band that has a a cult following in Europe, kind of Americana band that also combines a bit of punk aesthetic, but also some dark uh, music, much in in the vein of the likes of Nick Cave. So there's a bit of something for everyone who enjoys great singer-songwriter music. And uh, Chris gave us such phenomenal stories from his yeah. time in the music industry. He talked about meeting people like Brian Eno, and it was uh, Towns Van Zand. Remember when he told us about how they toured yeah. with Towns Van Zand? I was so mind blown. Yeah. Towns Van Zand being one of my greatest heroes yeah. as a songwriter. And then I Chris think Sackman. Wants... Sorry for interrupting.
2: There's a very interesting bit. I think that towards the end of that interview, we asked um, Chris, You know, if there was like your uh, idol, your uh, role model, a musician, obviously, that you would like Mm -hmm. to meet, who would it be? And I think he he said, I have already met him. And that was actually something along
1: those lines. Yeah. And, Yeah. and, And, you know, that's another thing. And Chris himself is such a great songwriter. You know, he's like, check out his stuff, for example, on Bandcamp or check out the Walkabout's music. I think that music... Is uh, at the top from the perspective and of songwriter, well. yeah, and he has a wonderful record label, Glitterhouse, so that we talked about. So this uh, this was the most exciting thing for us, you know, getting to meet people like that because we are just music fans, you know, and yeah. we want to talk to our audience. Uh, from that position we are just like you and we want to hear from you and we want you to disagree with us or agree with us or tell us what you think or tell us if we made a horrible mistake by saying something or command us on our knowledge sometimes hopefully right Uh, so as, as music fans this is like a playground of sorts for us.
2: Yeah, and speaking of you know getting feedback from from our audience, uh, I also want to touch on the Patreon thing. Uh, so we have a we have a dedicated community of patrons who support us financially and really help us and also give us you know quality feedback. But when it comes to suggesting uh, suggesting bands. Um, there have been some really fascinating bands, you know. Obviously, we do our own research and we try to find different bands. But sometimes, you know, when you have you, when you have someone, let's say, external, for example, Cold Blood. To be honest, Father, I would never guess that band. Don't know about you, but it's really exciting. I knew of them. Different, <laughs> yeah.
1: I knew of them, but I wouldn't necessarily choose them, you know, as yeah. a yeah. band to talk about. And uh, our patron Dave, uh, he suggested, uh, and he suggested Cold Blood, an old uh, soul blues San Francisco band, and it was a great, great episode and a great experience listening to that music. And um, yeah. I hope that uh, as our community grows, and I think the more fans we get. The more diverse our show will become, because then we will have more input from the fans. So, if you're out there listening to this, we invite you to like our page on Facebook, Soundrise Podcast. We invite you mm-hmm. to to check out also discussion group that we have, uh, where you are free to make comments, yeah. suggestions. It, and this so is on. an
2: intimate move. Yeah, we can like if you don't want to leave public comments. Yeah, you can just. You know, become a member of that group where we discuss with our most diehard fans that have been with us since, since day one. You can also join that community and, and, and talk about it. So, yeah, engaging with fans, I think this is a general podcast thing, uh, you know, attracting the right audience, keeping them engaged, also, uh, and also giving them what, let's say, what they want, what they want to hear. That's That's why we don't really want to uh discuss only favorite bands you know i can go with let's say gorillas or oasis and just uh brag about them and and blabber how they're fantastic how i love them that that's not really the point and uh for example the next the next artist uh that Lada mentioned earlier during this stream i've never heard of that artist so i i'm actually in your position right now uh mm-hmm. the listeners in, yeah, in and Jimmy, yeah Jimmy Jimmy
1: Dawkins who we're going to talk about um yeah. very soon right um uh, well you know that's the thing I I recently discovered Jimmy Dawkins I heard that name before and I was yeah. so amazed so blown away but when I looked into him there was not much so I thought we should do it right and um, yeah and I love it when you also challenge me with uh, different artists, even though sometimes I have to admit I'm a bit frustrated when I'm prejudiced against certain artists. And you're like, oh, Can let's do some of those artists. Like Narles Barkley. <laughs> we did Narles Barkley. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, in spite of my unwillingness to talk about Narles Barkley, it was one of our more popular episodes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and and you know sometimes we like that conflict of opinions. Um, yeah, you know sometimes we have very heated arguments during the show, all all in good faith, of course. Yeah. Um, but that's oh, also banter, something. Right? Yeah, the the banter and uh, the exchange, because we want this to be not just a typical music re- review or something like that. We want it to be energetic. We want it to be spontaneous. We want it to be kind of like a conversation in a bar, in a sense. And that, that's why we, we want more feedback from our audience as well. Except, you know, uh, we, we are very, very happy about both positive and negative feedback except we got some really uh, funny ones for example somebody was bothered by our accents once that was uh, but yeah. that was the only hateful comment that we really got so i think we're doing a good yeah. job so far but i would like you all to to listen to our episodes and you know pass your own judgment
2: yeah yeah especially for example, if, if uh, we're talking about a band that we're not really fans of, we're just discovering them, and maybe there's like a super fan that has a lot of their records, that has mm-hmm. seen them live multiple times. You can you can give us a different perspective because as you probably know, uh, after a couple of years, you know, being with a certain band, uh, you get a different perspective. For example, Florence and the Machine, right? When you first heard them, you weren't too impressed. And now when we uh, discuss them in in, in our episode, uh, you could hear something else, right?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You know, um, sometimes we hear some music and we don't initially like it. Or it might be just one song, right? And we base our whole opinion about the band, about uh, a certain artist only On that one song, we know it's and that's very frustrating sometimes to hear people, you know, talking about certain favorite artists of yours based on one bad album that they had that happened to be commercial or one song. You know, it's like I always have arguments about Bruce Springsteen, who I love so much and who I think is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. A lot of people think of him solely based on those images from the 80s, you know, born in the USA era, when he had that headband and, you know, kind of looked like this uh, uh, blue-collar hero. So people perceive him in a certain way, and then they don't know, for example, about Nebraska, a record that he released two years before born in the USA, which was an all-acoustic record that sounded very intimate that was in many ways closer to that old folk and blues music of the 30s, 40s, 50s than modern day music, right? There wasn't any bombast, there wasn't any any commercial tendencies. So people are too quick to judge. Everyone is, including us. And this podcast is at least for us a liberation from that, but maybe some of our listeners yeah. will uh, get something out of it as well.
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, it, it connects us with, with people from all around the world. For example, um, we mentioned the Patreon the Patreon calls, and I think one of the first polls included Sly and the Family Stone. And we all know how huge that band was and, and still is. I think they're still active. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Sly. Um,
1: uh, not sure. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Could
2: be. They're could pretty. Be, you they're know. Pretty, they're, you from know the they're from the '60s, so the 60s, you know. So, yeah. uh, let's see yeah. a vintage yeah. band, but uh, you know, you can you can sense that this person possibly has something in common with you. And mm-hmm. even though we don't know each other, we probably won't see each other um, live ever. Uh, who knows? But I think. Especially during the pandemic, where we can't really travel, I think connecting through music is is really is really special because music, nobody can you know pressure you to to listen to something. It's all you. It's it's your personal you know thing. It's your personal stamp. You know, um, the, mm-hmm. the music you listen to it's part of your personality.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and. Uh that's why it's such a bad approach to mock people for having a different taste or for liking certain artists that you don't like you know and uh i think everyone goes through that stage when they grow yeah. up and um, yeah but but it's so you mock me sometimes for, for, for
2: my opinions right
1: <laughs> yeah but it's all very well deserved because you know there are certain yeah. red lines uh, there are certain situations where things that you say are absolutely blasphemous, and I love pointing those out during our podcast. Maybe, I don't yeah. know, I hope I won't be perceived as a villain, uh, <laughs> but Alexander... It's always, uh, it's
2: always good to have these two sides during, during an argument.
1: Yeah, Alexander is too kind, too kind. Well, I'm, I'm a bit older and maybe a bit crankier, and sometimes... You know, when you give give out a rating like you gave Robert Johnson a six, that really hurt my feelings. I almost felt yeah. it was personal. Yeah, yeah.
2: But at the end of the day, guys, we, we, we never crossed that personal line. It's, it's all just banter and uh, we just love to hear from each other. Um, also, Vlad, I, I want to ask you, I think this is a very important topic. You know, we've, we've, we've discussed uh, the pandemic and starting this show and so on. Um, when you combine the pandemic and, you know, pen, the pandemic has been really devastating for our mental health. And I want to ask you, how much um, has this podcast affected your mental health? You know, does, does it really help you go through... All the daily problems and stuff. Do you look forward to it? And b- before I give you the microphone, um, guys, just to let you know, uh, we release uh, one episode uh, biweekly. So uh, let's say two episodes per month. We also try to uh, invite some musicians to, to come on and talk with us, and also see some, um, you know, bonus content. So yeah. But going back to the mental health topic, Vlada um what is your experience when you combine all these factors
1: i think you know uh right now it's it's really difficult sometimes uh, because we spend most of our time working and then often just staying at home whether we work or have free time we're always at home more or less and uh, for me it's been exceptionally hard at, at times but music was always there to kind of keep me going and. Uh, I think podcast was definitely a major part of that because we got to listen to so many different artists, and that was such a thrill and so exciting. You know, not being settled in your ways because sometimes, you know, kind of making that step forward, trying out something new really helps you retain your mental balance as well. And uh, you can't find better therapy. Uh, than music, you know, when it comes to art, I think music has that therapeutical value that's almost irreplaceable.
2: Good point, yeah, because, you know, basically, uh, we can't go out, we can't really meet, we can't gather, and you just pick your earphones or headphones and, you know, play some stuff on on the streaming service that you that you use, whether it's uh, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, or whatever, or YouTube, and it kind of it gives you that feeling that um, that you're actually with someone, you know, that you're actually um, kind of um, illustrating that you're at a gig, right, Lada?
1: Yeah, I mean that's the thing, you know, that communal feeling that you get from music. And, you know, it's also, when it comes to our friendship, I really love the fact that we talk about music, we talk about art. Also, uh, uh, my friend, for example, my friends Grazia and Nila, Grazia is Italian and Nila is from Great Britain. Uh, I love talking about music with them. I love discussing artists. Uh, They're also very enthusiastic about old music too. You know, like we can talk about some old blues man or songwriters. folk
2: music, and, right.
1: Mm-hmm, and, and I love that. You know, I think that uh, sharing music, sharing art with other people is one of the best things you can do. And I think that's the, the underlying motivation of, of our podcast. Yeah, yeah.
2: Spot on. So... Uh, Should we now move on to maybe asking uh, the audience to maybe leave us some comments or ask any questions if you have? We've been talking a lot about uh, the show. Uh, Is there something that you would like to know or maybe ask us uh, directly?
0: Hey guys, yeah, I've uh, haven't seen any comments come in yet. We had a little weird thing with our Facebook page, so hopefully I didn't lose any comments there. But you guys, you guys have this. Is, this is a great format, and I, for one, wanted to show that I'm intrigued to listen to your Fugazi one. Oh I,
1: yes, yes,
2: I have, that's a great have, band.
0: Yeah, I have Fugazi argument right here. Um, absolutely love Such this a album. Great Cash out. That's full disclosure.
1: So good. So good. I think we gave it like nine point five or something like that. The yeah. rating was. Uh, I think now in retrospect, I'd give it a ten. I think everything Fugazi does should be a ten, you know, automatically.
2: I think, uh, as we mentioned, we always uh, uh, cover three records, and I think Argument was actually my favorite record of of uh, of those mm-hmm. that we chose.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was so amazing that one. Um, yeah, so it's a great record, Dave. You you're a man of taste, obviously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to pull this out while I was uh, sitting here, and uh, yeah, I actually want to listen to this this weekend. That that'd be great to kind of go back. It's yeah. been probably maybe like five months since I listened to this one. So oh wow, I yeah. Really, yeah, I was really excited to, to to see that on the list. But yeah, I, I encourage everybody yeah. to head over to. Uh, let me go ahead and drop the links up here. So everybody can yep. see uh, your link tree, Soundrise podcast has, of course, a, a long laundry list of where they can where they can subscribe to the, your podcast, where they can follow it, um, follow them on social media. And here I'll, I'll share again real fast. The uh, I mean, Stitcher is it's a nice little presentation here. But, yeah, Florence and the Machine, the Damned. Um, you, you have, like you said, the Melvins, Weezer, the Killers. Um, I, I dr- did drop a couple links for the the episode for the Yugoslava uh, music, The Cure. I mean, you guys are hitting on all of these different artists and I think it's incredible. And yeah, you, you got a subscriber out of me and I'm really looking forward to to kind of diving in. And especially sometimes when you don't know an artist to have you share three albums on your show, yeah. I think is incredible. Cause you know, artists can really range from from record to record. And so to kind of have a, oh, a well-rounded, yeah, yeah. well-rounded look mm. to it is awesome.
1: Yeah yeah like, for example uh, I just saw it on the list the band that we did on Alex's suggestion material a very interesting act maybe somewhat forgotten unfortunately they yeah. had such a great debut record that was very experimental jazzy almost like, King, almost like almost yeah. like King Crimson or some stuff like that but then they went into a completely different direction you know and and we were so mind blown by the changes not not always in a good way you know so uh, yeah. but that's so exciting seeing that like how artists can change and develop over the years i feel like some of the best bands ever are the best because of that quality you know people yeah. like the beatles the beatles they were only active for uh, their discography is only like 7 years but if you go from the first to the last record it's a huge progress right
2: yeah and also, uh, for example, the Weezer episode. You know, we we covered. Uh, so the first two records were, you know, the seminal records from the '90s, and then we jumped on. Uh, we jumped to 2019, uh, and you know, the Black album was a completely different story. So it's it's really sometimes it's it's impossible if you have an artist with 20 studio albums in you know, their discography, you can't really cover. Uh, all of their periods with only three records, but sometimes we do manage to do that, and that's really, that's really fun. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Well, I want to thank both uh, Vlada and Alex for for joining us today. Uh, Before we get out of here, I'll give you guys the final word. Where can people find you? I'll go ahead and share some links on the screen here, but I want to thank you guys for joining us. This has been a blast. I know for me to listen to, and I, I do subscribe to other music podcasts I help produce one as well. And so to have this, this conversation has been really enlightening, really fun. So I want to appreciate, I know our international podcast day community as well is going to enjoy this as they, as I either watch live or they check the replay. So I'll let you guys have the final word and I'll share out where they can, uh, where they can join you guys.
2: Vlada, you wanna mention the Patreon?
1: All right, so guys, uh, we have a Patreon Patreon page, as you can see it below. Uh, please check it out. We have some very cool tiers for you. You can support us with as little as uh, one dollar a month, right? And that would mean the world to us. If you decide to invest a bit more, you get some special treats. You you can even get to suggest an artist for us to cover. And we've covered some amazing artists, thanks to our very knowledgeable patrons who are just uh, the best people out there. So if you want to be a part of that elite society, check out our Patreon page. Uh, we we yeah. invite you. And we, we would really appreciate that as well.
2: Yeah. On the other hand, I would like to mention our social media sites. So we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, uh, the handle is the same, so it's pretty easy to find us. Sunrise Pod. Uh, every social site has, let's say, a different purpose. On Instagram, we do more pictures, uh, polls, quizzes, and so on. On Facebook, we do discussions. We have this separate discussion group that you can also find if you want to have this, let's say, private room for for engaging with us and commenting on our episodes. So uh, we're pretty active on, on all of our accounts, and that's where you can find us.
0: That's awesome, guys. Well, I encourage everybody out there in International Podcast Dayland to give you guys a follow. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you, guys, Alex Vlada, for for joining us. It's it's been a it's been a pleasure having you, showcasing you, and it's just incredible to see the amount of podcast talent that's out there. And throwing in a little music conversation is makes it even better. So, um, thank you, guys. We appreciate you joining us live here. Thank, thank you Chris,
2: we, for having us, Dave.
0: Right. I think it was well, a everybody-
1: great experience. Thank you a lot. Absolutely. and we we encourage
2: all of the podcasters around the world to keep doing what they what they do. And uh, it's it's a wonderful industry, and it's it's constantly growing.
0: That is true. Yep, it continues to grow. So on behalf of uh, myself, Dave Lee, co-founder of International Podcast Day and Alex Inflata and that joined us from Soundrise Podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Make sure you guys head over to internationalpodcastday.com slash podcaster dash showcase to check out the, the, the former episodes that we put out there. So once again, thank you guys and we will check you out and come join us uh, next month. Thanks everybody.
2: Thank you. Stay safe.